Good morning, this is The Scorecard, your daily fast, fun hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan and I know it feels like a Monday, but it is in fact Wednesday, the 27th of January, and today I'll tell you why Nick Kyrgios is carrying all the love into the Australian Open, what big change the AFL is set to bring in to protect player heads, and should athletes be given priority for the COVID vaccine. But first, let's talk cricket. The Big Bash finals are set. Yeah, feels like it's been going on a while. With every team except the Melbourne Renegades in the hunt for the finals heading into yesterday's triple header, there was plenty to play for. And it started with Chris Lynn catching fire for the Brisbane Heat against the Perth Scorchers. Chris Lynn goes again. There is an upper decker in the red seats. Lynn's 51 from 25 deliveries helped Brisbane to a six-run win. So they are in. Next up, the Hobart Hurricanes needed a win to secure their finals appearance, but the bottom of the ladder renegades, led by 20-year-old fast bowler Zach Evans, played party pooper. So the Heat are in, but the Hurricanes are out. And that result meant that if the Melbourne Stars won against the Sydney Sixers and scored the Bash Boos bonus point, they could steal the last spot in the finals from the Adelaide Strikers. So, did they do it? Get to top edge, that'll do it. The Sixers with the win. Christian will end up on 49. He enjoys it. The Sixers win by five wickets. They will finish top of the table and take on the Scorchers at home. No, they did not. Season over for the Stars, but the Sixers, Scorchers, Thunder, Heat and Strikers fight on. Six years ago, a precociously talented 19-year-old with a rude haircut burst onto the Aussie tennis scene with a quarter-final run at the Australian Open. And Nick Kyrgios has divided sports fans ever since. But just 12 days out from this year's tournament, at the ripe old age of 25, Nick has not only matured, he might also be the voice of reason the tennis world needs right now. The big storylines from last week were over 70 players doing what they call hard quarantine since arriving down under, forced to practice in their rooms, some of them hardly ideal. What do you make of that situation and is enough being done to help them, do you feel? Health and safety always comes first in my eyes. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is only a tennis tournament we're playing and, and I don't think it should override health protocols and putting other people at risk. So. They knew when they got here what the you know the restrictions were going to be, um, what some of the conditions they were going to be under. So there's no real complaining for, um, in my opinion. Speaking to CNN, Nick dropping absolute truth bombs and not shying away from his ongoing feud with the world number one Novak Djokovic either. How important has that role been of you holding people to account? I think it's very important, um, especially when one of our leaders of our sport, you know, he's technically our like LeBron James and. The way he, he has to set an example for all tennis players out there. And he, has, he, said, he set an example for tennis. And I think when he was you know, doing some of the things he was doing during the global pandemic, it just wasn't the right time. I know everyone makes mistakes, but you know, even, some, even some of us go off track sometimes and I think we have to hold each other accountable. Current circumstances will stop Nick from carrying any actual tennis momentum into the tournament, but no one should have greater public support heading into this year's Australian Open than Anne Kyrgios. Geez, can you imagine if he won the thing? 24 hours out from the start of the AFLW season, the game's governing body is set to require concussed players wait 10 days before they return to play. The increase from the current seven-day waiting period would ensure players miss at least one match after a concussion, a move that former Sydney Swan Jude Bolton is in favour of. If that's what it takes to take um, the issue seriously across all sports and be... Uh, good advocates for junior sport as well, 
So be it. Bolton speaking to 7 News last night in the wake of the recent announcement from the Australian Brain Bank that deceased former Richmond player Shane Tuck had the worst case of CTE they had ever seen. With Carlton and Collingwood set to kick off the AFLW season tomorrow night, the new 10-day waiting period would apply to both the men's and women's games as the AFL attempts to strengthen its concussion guidelines. 22-year-old Jake Brimmer played 60 games during his time with the Perth Glory in the A-League, scoring zero goals. Nothing at all. And then, last night with his new side, the Melbourne Victory, trailing his former side, Perth, 1-0, Brimmer came back to haunt the glory. Try all right. And while he had to wait 62 games for his first A-League goal, he only had to wait four minutes for his second. Jake Brimmer dispatches it and happy to celebrate against his former club. A 2-1 win to the victory and Jake must have been brimmering with joy. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. boo. Quick, play the sting. <laughs> Australia has always afforded its athletes a special place in society. Fame, fortune and the occasional blind-eyed illegal indiscretions. And soon, there might be another benefit to being a professional athlete in Australia. Australia's COVID vaccine program is finally underway with the nation's health regulator approving the Pfizer jab. Yes, the Pfizer COVID vaccine has been approved for use in Australia and now we have to decide just how important our athletes really are. The NRL will ask the federal government to give players priority for the COVID-19 vaccine in order to allow the New Zealand-based Warriors to host games this season. ARL Commissioner Peter Volandi says the game's stars should be included in phase three of the rollout after the elderly, emergency workers and the vulnerable. The NRL's ask for the vaccine comes on top of Cricket Australia's request for priority vaccination for the test team ahead of their scheduled tour of South Africa next month and the International Olympic Committee's push for Olympic athletes to be bumped up the priority list. And while none of the sporting bodies or athletes are suggesting they be put ahead of pandemic frontline workers or those most vulnerable to the virus, they are essentially requesting special treatment. I am special! And so the vaccine needle swings to Prime Minister Morrison, who will have to decide if athletes are allowed to cut ahead of the general population or if he tells them... Get back in line. There's your Fast Fun Daily Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 27th of January and shout out to Footy Fanatic 84 for their review of the podcast. The perfect start to the day, followed by several little sport emojis. Did you hear that? The perfect start to the day. Perfect. And that's coming from a self-proclaimed footy fanatic, so you know it's accurate. If you're enjoying your start to the day with the scorecard, tell me about it. Leave us a rating and a review and share the love. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard.